Hello and welcome to the latest Institutional Trade Processing Podcast from the DTCC. For those who don't know me, I'm Matt Johnson, part of DTCC's Institutional Trade Processing Business Team based in London. At present, nearly all conversations are focused on the US move to a T1 settlement cycle. and There's a possibility of the UK and Europe moving in the next couple of years too. When we also layer in the need for greater standardisation and automation in post-trade processes, as well as reducing risks such as cyber and fraud, I wanted to focus on how all of this is achievable, um, more so from a reference data perspective. So therefore, SSIs are going to be front and centre of today's podcast. I'm very happy to be joined today by one of DTCC's prominent global custody clients, as well as uh, one of my DTCC colleagues. So let me introduce Russ Damey, Industry and Capability Lead, within Northern Trust Asset Service and Business, and DTCC's very own Jan Coughlin, co-head of the Alert product at DTCC. So hello both. Thanks for taking the time uh, to take part today. I trust you both well. Great. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate the intro and thanks for the opportunity to speak today. Yeah, thank you, Matt. That, that's great. Always a pleasure. So I guess we'll, we'll just get straight into it, right, as it's a podcast. So, so Russ, if I come to you first, why... Why are SSI so important for the U.S. move to C plus one? Well, you know, I think, um, you know, with with uh, not just U.S. and Canada T plus one, but as you mentioned, um, other countries potentially looking to move to shorten settlement cycle. You know, with that move, you're taking, you know, effectively 50 percent out of the timeline for exception resolution between trade date and settlement date. So really taking the only uh, day of exception resolution out of the process. So with that, I think it's increasingly uh, important to have good quality data um, up front um, to, to avoid the need to, to do uh, that exception resolution process. And kind of what we've seen in the past is, you know, uh, apart from liquidity issues, one of the major drivers for settlement errors or inefficiency is um, standing settlement instruction data or incomplete or incorrect standing settlement instruction data. So, um, you know, for me, that's one of the, you know, one of the, the key requirements to, to have success as you're looking at shortening the settlement cycle globally is, is just around making sure that SSI data is as clean and timely as possible. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, I guess that, that point's going to resonate with most. I mean, Jan, is that something you also see from our, our broader clients? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, echoing uh, Russ's sentiment there, you know, with accelerated um, settlement cycles, it's critical the industry moves away from from manual processes. You know, we can't have, um, you know, PDFs of SSIs being shared over email requiring manual interpretation, manual rekeying. You know, there is very little standardization when SSIs are manual. You know, they're coming in from various, um, you know, custodians, various formats. It makes it incredibly, you know, difficult for consumers to interpret um, and digest. And, and that lack of standardization, you know, it just makes it impossible for consumers to automate consumptions. Um, you know, from an alert perspective, I think we've with a global community, you know, made up of, uh, you know, 3,400 buy-side, sell-side participants across multiple asset classes. We've got 15 million SSIs. Um, you know, the 
DTCC Alert Platform provides that much needed um, standardization and, and automation capabilities that are, you know, critical to, to support accelerated cycles. And I think what will resonate with Russ here is obviously in recent years, you know, and in partnership with the global custodian community, we've developed automated and systemic capabilities. So our, our global custodian direct GCD, you know, it enables global custodians to manage the maintenance of those um, SSIs on behalf of buy side clients. You know, it's been an extremely successful program delivering automation and standardization across the community um, with nearly 8 million SSIs now managed by source providers. Well, you guys cover yeah. quite a lot there in a very short amount of time. So <laughs> if, if, I come, if I now come back to Russ and, and kind of put you on the spot a little bit, I guess. So in regards to Northern Trust SSI strategy, what are the main points of focus maybe apart from what you discussed already? So, yeah, let me um, talk a little bit about the history, uh, kind of where, where our focus has been and where it's, where it's going. So um, initially, uh, when we started looking at um, automation of SSI data and, and delivery of data to alert through the alert GCD application that Jan mentioned, um, initially it was focused more largely around client needs. So, you know, we were seeing a lot of client demand um, globally for the ability to provide automated custody SSI data into the, into the alert tool, which, which we and, and most of our clients, many of our clients view as the industry standard for um, SSI maintenance. So th that was the initial focus was getting a, a, a service created and, and a, and a data, data store created where we could uh, seamlessly and, and integrate with um, alert through alert GCD and provide the um, custody, cash, and securities SSI directly into alert, not only for the initial updates, but also the ongoing maintenance of that data. So that was the focus probably the first two or three years of our journey. Um, probably shifted a little bit uh, over the past couple of years to more around client onboarding. So how we get more data into alert, contributing to some of the numbers that Jan mentioned around, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the SSI data that's stored in the system. So we've We've made tremendous progress uh, over the past couple of years, uh, and that's through partnership with DTC uh, and our clients. But we've been able to increase the, you know, the uh, the volume of or the pace of onboarding some tenfold over the past two years, and um, are now probably approaching close to over ninety six percent of our um, SSI data being being maintained within Alert systemically through the GCD workflow. So that's 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 kind of what what our area of focus has been. Um, I think there's still a lot of work to be done, even though we're you know at pretty high percentages in terms of the the current alert clients that we're supporting. Um, and we'll maybe talk a little bit later in the conversation, but I think the focus probably for next year is really going to be on how do we get some more of those manual clients, you know, clients that are maintaining SSI manually outside of Alert. How do we get them pulled into the to the ecosystem? Yeah, absolutely. And I guess some of those high percentage numbers and music to Gen Z is that, that you mentioned just then as well. <laughs> definitely, so just definitely. <laughs> so just coming back to you, Jan, for a second, because you mentioned a couple of things in in like the opening piece in regards to quality, um, data quality, standardization, automation. So, I mean, can you just like elaborate some more on the benefits of SSI automation, you know, and using that source data that you've referenced and how that improves quality? 
Yeah, yeah, certainly. So, I mean, look, if we go back to, you know, how are SSIs communicated, you know, by side clients, they'll use a number of custodians and there's varying formats. Clients will need to interpret and upload that data into alert. With manual intervention, you know, we all know that that, that's prone to error, delays, you know, just the sheer time it takes. But when clients utilize the the global custodian direct workflow, they simply assign their account. So in alert terms, that's an access code, along with their account number at the global custodian to the global custodian. So in alert terms, that's an SI controller. Um, And then the alert platform will communicate via automated messages. It will retrieve all the available custodian SSIs across all markets and asset classes. You know, and once clients' accounts are are linked in this manner, you know, to Russ's point, the, the, the ongoing maintenance, so any subsequent updates, you know, if there's a change in subcustodian, they will automatically be updated. Alert notifications will then be sent out to all the consuming permission brokers. So it's a seamless, automated workflow connected directly to those source providers. And and I think just just one other point, I know Russ will will be able to provide more colour. You know, more recently, um, you know, we further evolved the functionality to provide clients with the ability to connect those accounts to global custodians, but with a future effective date. And this has significantly expedited the conversion process. So when clients are transitioning from managing their own SSIs to, to that global custodian managed workflow. Oh, Jan's just basically done my job for me. I was going to then <laughs> move the conversation more over to you, Russ. And obviously, you, you've referenced like, the long-standing partnership with DTCC, the Northern Trust, had over the years. And obviously, we, we know that's going to be a, a longer, future-effective uh, relationship as well as we move things forward. So can you describe a little bit more around how the DTCC partnership has evolved with Northern Trust, especially in regards to Global Custody Direct and you know utilising those future alert enhancements? Yeah, um, and just going back to what, what Jan mentioned a minute ago, I mean, you can't underestimate or understate the importance of data quality and accuracy, right, in, the, in this process. And I, I think, you know, just just beyond the sheer volume of SSI data that you know we exchange with with clients, it's it's really the complexity uh, of that data. I mean, we're maintaining you know cash and securities SSI across some 100 markets. Uh, you know, very various different market requirements and and uh, da- you know data requirements, and it's and it's been very difficult for clients over the years who, who are you know as, as Jan mentioned, they may be taking SSI data from you know fifty different custodians in some case some of these larger investment managers to to be able to interpret that data, you know, that's com- maybe coming in via PDF or spreadsheet or other or email, uh, interpret that data and get it into the correct format to, that goes into alerts. So. Uh, being able to automate that process has been um, key to Northern uh, in, in just ensuring the integrity and the accuracy of the data that's that's an alert that that w- that we provide on behalf of the clients. So um, I think that's key. And then the other side of that is just the efficiency gains. Um, you know, Jan, Jan mentioned, uh, you know, the spoke well about the ability to to send that data in an automated fashion. But you know, when we have things like subcustodian changes that happen, I mean, we may be pushing 
tens of thousands of SSI updates, uh, you know, uh, across all of our clients, um, you know, prior to alert GCD, that information was shared manually with clients and clients had to go in and manually update that data in alert. Now that's, that process is fully automated. We're, we'll still obviously inform clients of the change, but then we're able to seamlessly make those changes on their behalf to that data. And then that's seamlessly communicated onto the broker dealer. So a lot of risk taken out of the process there. Similarly on account onboarding, you know, when we set up new accounts for a client, you know, kind of gone are the days where we have to send those SSI details over to the clients and then they'll have to manually input those into alert. We can, we can now do that, that seamlessly day one, you know, as part of the transition before, before those, those accounts go live with the investment manager. So a lot of, a lot of operational efficiency uh, to be had there. So just in terms of the partnership, and it kind of ties into what I, some of the comments I just made. I mean, we've obviously worked very closely with DTC uh, for the past six to seven years. Initially, as I mentioned, on build out of the service. So DTC was a great partner as we were designing our um, SSI service, uh, meaning the service that connected with GCD, but also um, really making sure our data store, so all the all the kind of the backend data that we had to update um, to, to make sure that we got quality SSI in an in a industry standard format to make sure that data was correct. Um, DTC has been a great partner there. Worked very closely with DTC uh, and the industry through the various alert working groups they have, like with the, with the global custodian community to help constantly review and refine that, that best practice. So that's you know, that I think that's a great service that DTC provides, um, you know, apart from maintaining alert, um, also acting as kind of that industry advocate uh, and, and coordinator for any market changes and other things that drive, you know, changes in best practice around SSI. Um, and then just finally, you know, the future effective that that um, Jan mentioned, uh, that was something that, you know, we've been partnering with uh, DTC for a couple of years on initially through the design and kind of build out of the service and then and then through kind of an early adopter um, of the service. But, you know, prior to future effective, we were in a, in a process where we were having to onboard clients to the GCD workflow in a, in a rather sequential process, meaning we would queue up one one client, uh, you know, get the get get all the testing and, and data review and onboarding done onboard and then move on to the next client. So with future, and that was, you know, the process worked, but it, it definitely slowed the pace of onboarding. So with future effective now, Jan mentioned, we're, we're able to queue multiple clients concurrently, uh, giving them the ability to immediately, you know, review the SSI data that we're planning to populate. You know, they, the clients pick a, a, and agree with Northern Trust, a future effective date for the change. And then on that future effective date, when that data arrives, that data is uh, automatically converted where we will then begin populating that data in, in GC Direct. So really what that's allowed us to do is, you know, over the past couple of years, we've been able to increase the pace of our uh, onboarding to GCD some 400%. Uh, so, so significant gains there. And it's really allowed us to meet our targets for getting, um, you know, more, more client data into the GCD workflow. That's I a fantastic overview, Ralph. Sorry, I was just going to say that's a fantastic overview, Ralph. And I, <laughs> I think it's fair to say that you know we we greatly appreciate the relationship that we hold with all of our global customers, and especially the work that we do with Northern Trust. Sorry, Jen, I cut you off. No, 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 that's absolutely fine. And I, I was just going to say, you know, that's testament to you know the the ninety ninety six percent coverage that that 
that Russ um, and the Northern Trust team are, are, have got to. I mean, that's phenomenal, um, you know, to have that amount of your data set now managed by, you know, the global custodian direct workflow. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's yeah. a great, great, great partnership. And uh, yeah, it goes without saying, I you know, certainly appreciate all the all the assistance DTCs provided and not just to Northern, but all the progress the the entire community has made in um, automating SSI over the past couple of years, because it's, it's really been some, some some significant gains made. Yeah. And obviously we always have one eye on time with these podcasts because we don't want them to go on for too long, but something I've heard, um, I mean, you've, you've really clearly expressed the automation benefits and standardization and so on, but something I think sometimes gets a little overlooked is, you know, risk reduction as well. Um, and you've, I've heard words such as manual, email, PDF, Excel, and so on. So, so how does Alert also help with that additional risk that we see now in regards to fraud and kind of, kind of cyber intervention and so on? Yeah, uh, um, Jane, you want me to take that one? or I can go. Um, <laughs> have at it. Yeah. You <laughs> Um, for me, um, there's two main points to draw out. I'm really t tying it back to, you know, that compressed settlement cycles. And I think the first thing is, you know, I can see there being an increased demand in timely, secure um, FX cash SSIs to support funding requirements. And I think, you know, alert, we've got 2.8 million, you know, cash instructions, either source directly from you know global custodians um or you know if it's a buy side that are, they're managing those um cash ssis you know they're mandated to utilize the data authentication so meaning instructions have to be updated and validated by the, the clients themselves so from a consumption perspective brokers have got access to authenticated um cash instructions, negating the need for um, lengthy callbacks and mitigating the risks across um, transmitting in a manual format. And I think just on that point, I mean, I've heard um, how creative fraudsters have been. Um, you know, it was certainly heightened uh, uh, during the pandemic. I mean, fraudsters intercepting files, mimicking emails, even hosting company profiles on the net to interject themselves into the callback process. You know, hence, you know, clients now, um, you know, they're having to embed even more controls, more processes around the communication um, of SSIs when they're manual. And I think just the, the, the second point really for me is just more broadly, um, you know, manual clients um, across all asset classes. You know, it is the 21st century. We simply can't have, you know, PDFs being passed over email. You know, those those risks, as Russ said, you know, timeliness, they're, they're error prone. Um, you know, it's going to make it really challenging to, to get that data in the, the right place. Yeah, I think, Jan, I think you covered it. Perfectly. Uh, I don't know how much more I could say, but uh, yeah, I mean, similar to, similar to all the work that you know that that we and our clients and and probably all the industry participants have done to try to get cash instructions, you know, automated into into, into secure channels like you know Swift messaging or uh, other secure means outside of fax and email. Um, you know, similar for SSI. I mean, if we're exchanging. Uh, settlement details that needs to be in an automated secure ch channel and an automated 
secure data store. So, um, yeah, I, I, I see tremendous benefits in taking the, as you mentioned, the, 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 the whole exchange of email um, at, out of the equation when it comes to providing and updating um, SSI data with our clients and then with, between the clients and the counterparties. So, uh, one, one of the huge benefits of of getting this process into this automated GCD workflow uh, is the fact that we can not just automate the process, but also take advantage of all the uh, systemic uh, information security controls built into our our respective systems and, and processes. So, and then just just closing on that, uh, you know, uh, there, there's still, you know, I, you know, as I mentioned earlier, a big manual client community. Um, out there. So clients potentially that are not on um, alert that are exchanging SSI in a, what I'm assuming is probably a manual way uh, with, with counterparties. Um, I think that's really has to be our focus uh, going forward is like, how do we, how do we tap into that community and get them uh, kind of kind of pulled into this ecosystem so that we can, can automate that um, automate that, that maintenance of that data as well. I think that's a really important way that we can close out the calls as well today because unfortunately we are at the time. We, we never have enough time for these conversations. And as always, I've probably learned more in these last 15 to 20 minutes than what I've done seeing through various seminars and industry conferences. So thanks again to you both for taking the time. Um, we, we are going to close the, the conversation there. Obviously, if there's any more information that you may need, please reach out to myself or Jan if you have our details or your DTCC account manager or relationship manager. Um, once again, thanks for listening and we look forward to talking to you again uh, in our next series of podcasts that will imminently be coming up soon. Take care.